Hello, and welcome to Real Men Feel. I'm your host, author, coach, and healer, Andy Grant. Real Men Feel is here to remind men that they are human beings, and they have the right, the need, and the desire to express all of their emotions. I stopped doing that. I stopped expressing my emotions. I stopped doing this podcast. This is my first episode since October 2021. I pretty much stopped doing everything last November. Now, I didn't just drop the ball. I punctured it. I crushed it. I fucking destroyed the ball and hit it. I didn't want it to ever be found again. Today, I'm going to attempt to share a bit about why. First off, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I let this giant gap of shows go on and on. Whether this is your first episode or you've been listening for years, you deserve better than me just vanishing. You know, I even had some guests planned to do last fall, and I never did it. I've ignored lots of messages from people wanting to be guests on the show, too, in the past eight months. I'm going to start by reading something I wrote on Facebook last week. It was July 1st, my birthday, that I finally opened up and shared what had been going on. I considered doing this as a video, but it felt like that might go even more off the rails than writing. To everyone who has reached out in recent months and been ignored, it is me. Don't take it personally. You were correct in wondering if something was wrong. I've been extremely withdrawn, lethargic, and apathetic since November. I had taken some of my deepest training yet with the Modern Mystery School, programs that I'd look forward to for years and that I was so sure of until I completed them. I was stunned at my reaction. I had, and still having, an existential crisis. I didn't know what was real and what wasn't. I wasn't sure about anything I've thought or done. Riddled with such deep doubts, not able or perhaps willing to accept what's real. I realized I did not have the faith, the solid belief that I saw in my fellow students. It's very hard to explain, but what I did was pull back, retreat, withdraw, stop doing anything positive. No podcasts, no men's group, no meditations, no taking responsibility or care of anything. I wanted to quit. I wanted to stop being me, to stop being here at this time. I had some distorted plan to withdraw and force myself into a corner so they would have to take some action, make some decision, good or bad. For eight months, I've just watched each day pass. Going to sleep is my favorite part of each day and waking up is the worst. I've gone from being in the best shape of my adult life to the worst. All positive daily practices abandoned. I wish I could say I sought help. I can't even say I wanted to feel better. I just wanted to stop being. I feel horribly ashamed that I'm again in such a dark place. Yet I choose to stay in it. I hate the worry and concern I create for my wife and my mother. Yet I make no changes. There are plenty of things going on in our world that don't seem good, and I've used them all to justify my shitty mind. 
Maybe finally sharing this signifies a shift. I don't mean to scare you. I don't mean to disappoint you. You can't help anyone that doesn't want to be helped. My will to be helped is still in doubt. If I ever created or shared something that helped you, awesome. Do as I say, not as I do. I truly hope that you all treat yourselves far better than I've been treating myself. This message is not any sort of suicide note. It is an attempted explanation and I suppose confession. Love and light to you, Andy. Hundreds of people responded to that post. Uh, dozens privately messaged me. Um, it definitely was the, the bottoming out. It, it reaching out, admitting this was what I needed. And this is the first time that I could say the line, I feel horribly ashamed without breaking down, without being overcome with emotion. And that was something new that really struck me. Shame is the original sin. And I'm kind of amazed I haven't spoken about it before. Perhaps this is the first time I'm going that deep since it is at the bottom of the emotional range, emotional map. This whole experience did feel different, like old issues, but at a new, newer level. You know, last fall, when I was still doing shows and speaking to people in uh, September, October, I could fear, feel this fear rising. There are lots of shows about fear. But underneath that fear has been shame. And in fact, I want to talk about that human scale, that scale of emotions, the scale of, what's it called? It's from Dr. David Hawkins in his book, Power Versus Force. It came out in 1994. And he had this, this map of human emotions, this, this map of consciousness. And at the very peak of it is enlightenment. He had a scale, measured a scale of zero to a thousand and 700 and above was enlightenment. Just below enlightenment is peace, joy, love, reason, acceptance. Just below acceptance is willingness. And then there's neutrality, kind of the midpoint. And you know, when I've worked with people, coaching people, I always like, if you can't accept you know, your own, your, your love, you're reaching for happiness. You're just, if it can get willingness can be the breaking point to all those higher emotions, those higher vibrations and energies. And just below neutrality is courage, pride, anger. Below anger is desire. Below desire is fear. As I shared, I was a lot of fear going on in my life last fall. Below fear is grief. And then apathy. And I was really apathy embodied. I didn't want to do a thing. I, I literally just watched the clock day after day after day. Below apathy is guilt. And I felt guilty for being in this dark hole again. And for choosing to, it was so much of my choice. I didn't want to be helped. I wanted to feel as bad as I could. Again, I, I, I mentioned wanting to back myself into a corner to see what I would do. And below all of those emotions, the very bottom emotion we can feel is shame. 
I was ashamed of what I'd done to myself. I was ashamed that I ignored the people that tried to reach out to me. I don't know how many dozens and dozens of, of emails, phone calls, texts that I've ignored over the last eight months. More recently, I began responding to people. Fine. Nothing. What's up? You know, just make them go away. But the universe kept getting louder. And there were days, you know, three or four people would reach out the same day. And I was like, all right, I'm getting these nudges. All right, I got to break out of this. I had been obsessing, plotting, hoping, wishing to be dead, to not be. And eventually, I had to bottom out. I had to share and let the plug out of the dam. I was so withdrawn. I was not emotional. I was depressed without feeling. I felt like completely disconnected from my body. Um, last December, I, uh, in a good mood, <laughs> I had bought tickets to see Metallica, their 40th anniversary in San Francisco. But as it got closer, I was like, I don't even want to fucking go. I only went because a friend of mine had bought a ticket and he was meeting me there. But I can still remember being at that show and thinking if somehow I was given the chance, the chance of choosing to just die right now or see the rest of the show, I thought I would choose death. And then in January, my wife and I had a trip to Egypt, which again, a year ago from this time, trip of a lifetime, so excited, can't get here soon enough. Then as it was there, I, I was hoping it would be canceled. I was hoping COVID would have wiped it out. But Egypt was so new, so many amazing things. It kind of forced me to be present. So I, uh, I didn't have a horrible experience, but I, I knew I, I wasn't fully me. And again, I was so disassociated from my own self. I can barely remember that trip at all. So I'd shame for all of this. And it's something I've never dug into. Um, I, I've done shows talking about that I've been a, uh, sexually abused as a kid when I was five years old. And I somehow always thought being able to say that, knowing it happened was, was all the healing that needed to take place. But, you know, shame is so uh, embedded in, in sexual assault victims. And I, 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 this whole pattern, it's an old pattern, but it's been in a different way. Somehow, even, even when I was, feeling my most suicidal and plotting and planning, I knew I couldn't do it. You know, people call uh, suicide the easy way out. And it is not fucking easy. It is hard. And it's hard because it's not what we're meant to do, right? Life wants us to be here. Other people want us to be here. I, my withdrawal was so deep and full. It was like I was trying on being dead. I wanted to see that life went on. I wanted to see that I could be ignored and forgotten easily. And underneath all that is fucking shame. I'm ashamed I dropped the show. I'm ashamed of the men's groups that I was leading that I just fucking abandoned. I'm ashamed that I created the worst 
created the worst holiday season of my life. And I don't, I don't say this for the sake of sympathy to be some sign of martyr. I want you to know that for the last eight months, I often went five days without a shower. I went weeks without leaving my house. I did not exercise, meditate, journal. Never got a, I was getting monthly massages and healings. Nope, none of that shit. I didn't buy a single gift for the holidays. I shut down as much as I possibly could. I want you to know that in case you are now or ever are in a similar state. You can come out of it. I am coming out of it. I have felt joy. I have felt the love. I've let people. I'm willing to be helped. I'm willing to feel better. I couldn't say that for a long fucking time. I'm willing to stop shaming myself for repeating my oldest mental habits and patterns because they feel the most fucking comfortable. Depression and suicidal thinking are, in a way, my oldest, dearest friends, but they're friends that don't fucking help me. They're, they're bad friends. And I'm willing to get new friends. Again, I tried to force myself into this corner. I tried to become this caged animal, thinking that I would either jump back into life right away or end it. That was a horrible, horrible plan. I knew it was horrible while I was thinking it, while I was deciding to do this. I knew this was wrong, yet I persisted. Now I'm willing to get help. I am getting help. I've been reaching out. I've been talking. I've... Things are in motion. I'm, I'm here doing this. I'm ready to unpack it all. Again, I don't recall speaking of or even feeling or voicing shame before in my life. So even though it seems, and I judge myself that I'm covering the same ground, this is newer, deeper. All the healing and growth I've done is letting me experience and be aware of and conscious and look at and heal this shame, you know, this lowest heaviest emotion i've stopped in the past at fear and i lived in apathy until i was willing to touch into the shame so keep plugging on in my experience suicide is not the easy way out life wants us here life wants you here people in your life want you here your soul wants you here Part of, not, part of my not leaving the house for weeks at a time, I know, is so I wouldn't be able to act on some of my shittiest plots and plans. So all my wishing, praying, hoping, and planning, it, I knew it was pointless. I knew I wasn't going to do it, but that was my spiraling down. Because it sucks. Until I wanted to be helped, until I was willing to feel better, nobody could do a fucking thing. A stronger aspect of me knows I have to stick this out. And I assure you, I don't always like it. 
<laughs> I sh every time I have the dark night of the soul, every time I'm in this place, I really expect it to be the last. Maybe someday it will be. I'm not sure what's next for the show. I think I'll do some more things like this for a little while. I don't know. I don't want to promise anything that I, uh, that I can't be sure that I can deliver on. You know, over the last couple of years, I invested a lot of time and money into Real Men Feel with business coaches and podcast coaches and production help. And I'm just back to, just to me. Part of feeling like a flop and a lie, part of the doubts of everything I was ever doing was this, was Real Men Feel. You know, I never grew a massive audience. People uh, seem to assume it's much more successful and impactful than it is. But, you know, the people that it impacts, I do hear from them. So what the fuck am I saying? What do I know? But even part of that, you know, there's shame in that. Not, not being huge. And part of my doubts and existential crisis was... You know, is this helping anybody? Am I just spreading or encouraging weakness? But one thing I know for sure is that being vulnerable, being authentic, being open and honest, <laughs> being myself isn't weak. I can own that this takes, <laughs> this takes courage. This takes bravery. For, for lack of a better term, you know, this takes fucking balls. So I'm pretty sure I will talk to you again. I don't know when. I'm digging into therapy for the first time in, I think, 15 years. I'm willing to heal the shame, to release it. So I can rise back up and, you know, I really did live at love and at joy for long periods of time, more joy than I ever thought was possible for me. So I know I can get there again. And I know you can get there again or for the first time. But shutting down, not feeling, not the way, not the way. Please let me know if this resonates with you at all. Leave a comment, send me a message. If you're interested in more shows like this, me just going solo. And until next time, be good to yourself, please. <laughs>